light of my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked come against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumble and fall. Though an army encampeth against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord, to inquire in his temple. Psalms 27, 1 through 4. Do we face the kind of adversity that David has faced in this passage? Have we ever feared for our very lives? Have we ever found ourselves in trial or conflict that was so bad we felt like we might die? In a glance read-through, you almost get the feeling that he's dealing with this apocalyptic world-ending event. Enemies that desire to consume his flesh? What is he facing? Zombies? This apocalypse he's going through? Yet, he points out the fact that they will stumble and fall. And I guess what I find so fascinating about this is the way in which David chooses to focus his mind in spite of the trials that he is facing, in spite of the near-death experiences that he is going through. This is a good chance this was probably written when he was on the run from Saul. So in spite of that, he chooses to focus his mind elsewhere. He chooses to point his thoughts to the one who is above all. He says, One thing I have desired of the Lord. One thing I seek. This one thing that is above all else. David never let that goal stray from his mind. Well, almost never. Unfortunately, there was times in his life where he did get distracted later on. And specifically, I'm referring to the section of the Bible where he meets Bathsheba. But in this moment, in this moment of temptation here, now, David shows us the key to overcoming and defeating any trial that we might face in this world. And that is to make the one thing your only desire, the one that resides above all, the one that lives and is self-existent above all. This is David's desire, that he may dwell in the house of the Lord. The house of the Lord was the temple. David wanted to stay in God's presence. And he made that his desire, so that one day he might behold the beauty of the Lord. Now, many of us look at life today and say, well, this is a great idea. One day we will be free from this world, and one day we will not have to struggle with the temptations of this life. And one day the burdens of this world will be passed. That's all well and good, but I'm here in this world now. I face struggles every day that people around me can't understand or imagine. And so what David is talking about is a nice dream, but how does that help me now? 
Well, if you're struggling with anything, then I would highly encourage you to read through this psalm, Psalms 27, multiple times. But so that we know there is hope, David talks about it towards the end of this passage. Picking up in verse 13, David says, I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. David is not claiming the promise of being in God's presence when he is dead, after this life has passed, or when he has gone up into heaven. No, David is claiming to be in God's presence while he is still here on earth. And for this reason, he continues, Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, upon the Lord. David is not giving a suggestion here of a hope, something that is off in the future and maybe we will experience one day. No, David is telling of his experience that in the face of adversity, he has found himself in God's presence. In the face of trial that seeks to tear you down to the point of death, there is a peace that can be experienced in this life. And so for that, he commands us, he tells us, wait, be patient, look to God and believe that he has the best intentions for your life. You shall have courage, and he shall be your strength. He will give you strength of heart. Another word for that is, you will be brave. You will face trials you did not think you could overcome. This is the sign that God is working in you, that you dwell in the presence of God, the one who is above all. When your mind is in that place, in the temple, the place of worship, and you are constantly in praise and adoration of the divine, nothing in this world can harm you. No trial is too difficult, no challenge too great, no adversary too strong. Armies could come against you, and it would not matter. Because it's not you they face. When you are in God's temple, mentally, Emotionally, spiritually, God is the one who is living through you physically. And so the adversary and the trials that are attacking you are not attacking you anymore. They are trying to deal with God. And God has already told us, be still, be at peace, for I have overcome the world. If that is your desire, pray with me now. Our Father in heaven, God of mercy, Lord of glory, thank you for the passionate words of your servant David, the inspirational message that he tells us, not of one speaking of things far off, but that he speaks from personal experience. Lord, I pray that you would lift up the hearts and minds of all who listen to this message. I pray that you would draw us closer to you every day. 
I pray that we would open ourselves up and that we would be patient, Lord, that we would not jump in and try and do everything on our own. That in the moments where we feel like we could die, we would turn to you and say, here I am, Father. I can do no more. Give me your burden, for it is light and easy to carry. And I will give you my burden that so weighs me down even unto death. Lord, thank you for the deliverance that we receive because of our belief in your accomplishments and what you did on the cross. You nailed death itself through the act of your death. You have the keys. And so we believe that in this lifetime, here and now, we will experience you if we choose to look to you and keep our minds focused on the God of mercy and grace. Fill us, O oh Lord, with your spirit. Guide our hearts with your words. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. What do we have to fear? Of whom shall we be afraid? This we believe that we have received, for we ask it not of our own abilities or of ourselves, but in the name of your Son, our Prince, our King, our Ruler, our Savior, our Friend, our Brother. In Christ's name, Amen.